Welcome to the Film Coterie. I'm Roger. I'm Adam. And this is a special Fantastic Fest 2018 preview edition. How are you, Adam? I'm good. I'm, I'm very, very excited for oh, Fantastic Fest. I'm I just bet, a little bit under yes, a week away. I bet you are fired up, my friend. All three waves have been announced. The last announcement, Wave 3, was phenomenal. I couldn't believe how many big movies were in there. Uh, yes. And like I said earlier, on paper, this is their best year ever for lineups. So for, for those those few people out there that might be listening to this podcast that's never experienced, what do you mean Fantastic Fest? What is that? Just give them a, a quick synopsis of what this is all about. So Fantastic Fest is held at the flagship Alamo Draft House on South Lamar in Austin, Texas. It's put on by the Alamo. It's a genre festival. And what's exciting to me is I don't get to go to some of the bigger festivals like Sundance, Cannes, Toronto, Venice. This film festival brings in a lot of the award winners. Some of the best, most talked about movies come here. And then it also hosts a bunch of world premieres. So at this fest next week, we're getting the U.S. premiere of Halloween, the world premiere of Overlord, and a bunch of other stuff. Awesome. And um, I know it's one of the highlights for you for the year is getting an opportunity to come and, and get to go see this. And uh, um, I think one of these years I might make the trek with you to Austin. And um, it's my favorite eight days of the year. Yeah, why not? I mean, my gosh, it's you it's can also see, exhausting. It's you can so see exhausting. Up to like five films a day. So the first day there's three rounds. After that, every day has five rounds of films, four or five films at each time slot. It's you'll see. You can see my list right now. I have multiple films listed sometimes because I don't know what I'm going to pick. <laughs> and it's just nonstop for eight days. If you're press and industry, there's actually another round at 8 a.m. So there's a sixth round if you're really crazy and you're able to function that early, considering you're going until 2 in the morning the night before. Well, maybe if you got to go to the 8 a.m., you wouldn't have to go to 2 a.m. in the morning. Maybe. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's it's. Um, I'm excited. I know you're excited. Uh, you're going to be doing a ton of tweeting and, yes. and sharing about the, about the festival. So... Um, if you want, I'm way understaffed. It's just me. I, yes. You're looking at the entirety of our coverage of Fantastic Fest. I don't have time to write the reviews because I haven't seen any of these movies. I haven't been to the other festivals, so I typically will do a quick capsule review on our social media. Yep, absolutely. Well, let's jump right in and let's look at some of the things you're most looking forward to, um, starting with, I guess, Thursday, and we'll just walk right through the eight days and mention some of the films you're excited about. So Thursday kicks off with the U.S. premiere of Halloween. It just premiered the week before. It hit its world premiere at Toronto, and it blew the roof off the place. Everyone loved it. Very positive reviews. I'm excited to see it. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis will be there. I'm excited to see this as well, too, um, because it is part two from John Carpenter's yes, original. You 19- can ignore every other sequel. Yeah, the 1978 classic Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis. This is literally part two or the sequel to that. Yep, so. Laurie Strode is now a grandmother. And Michael Myers is probably going to break out again. And I'm going to actually go back and watch, uh, before we see it here in Columbus, I'm going to go back and watch Halloween 1 right before that. Yeah, it comes out October 19th, so we're just seeing it a bit early, but it's going to continue to pick up good buzz, I imagine, from Fantastic Fest. This will be a great crowd to see it with. Awesome. Uh, What else are you looking forward to that first day on Thursday? Well, at the same time as Halloween, they're also showing The Man Who Killed Don Quixote. The long ingestation pro, uh, program from Terry Gilliam that's finally come out. 
I won't be able to see it Thursday because I'm seeing Halloween. But I think I can catch a second showing on the very final day. There you go. Just catch it later in the, the week. Of the man who killed Don Quixote. Cool. And Halloween, they're only showing once. That's why I'm giving it my priority. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and you have special, you you have some like extra passes or something, so you're guaranteed, you're guaranteed because usually it's like a crapshoot. You have to put in your top five yeah. you want to see or something. If you have a normal fan badge, you rank the movies in order you want to see, and then you're assigned. It's a random lottery. Right. Um, I have a super fan badge, thankfully, so whatever I pick first is what I see. So I can pick my schedule. And what's nice about Fantastic Fest with your super fan, or just the fest in general, is it's not about the who's and the and and the, the, the who nots, you know, or whatever. It's not about those who are in and those who are the press and those who are the celebrities. It's literally just everybody thrown together, and you know, there's just it's just a big happy family. Yeah, it's a big celebration. They don't separate everyone out. There's no VIP area. It's not like some of these other festivals where you go line up outside the building in the elements right. and wait to get in. You know what you're going to see for the day. You get you get your tickets and you get a guaranteed seat. So there's no question. It's just maybe what you see if you don't have the super fan badge. Now, are we talking how often will shows be completely sold out? I mean, like full, not an empty seat hardly. Uh, there's always, I'd say the first two popular movies at each time slot are full. Okay. I mean, they usually sell out every year. Yeah, that's what and I thought. And they're selling the number of badges. They have the number of seats in the building. So, so, so what's exciting is at least for the first, the first round, because they play all the films twice, right? Depends. So, okay, the big premieres are usually just once. Um, anything from A twenty four that's coming there. I think there's three movies from A twenty four. Is just once. Okay. But what what I was saying is that if you happen to miss it early in the week, sometimes you can catch it later in the week if it happens to be showing again. Yeah, but, and, and sometimes when the smaller films pick up a lot of buzz, they will add, they call buzz screenings early in the morning so you can catch it on a later day. Yeah. You know, unlike, unfortunately, <laughs> where we live, where we go to the movies at, at, at our local movie theater, where we get press screenings for, it's rarely ever a sold-out crowd. You know, we go on Thursday night or even earlier if it's a press screening and we don't get to see you know, a full house and experience a festival full house, whereas you're going to get to see eight days of sold out, you know, which can be good and bad, right? Mostly good. eh? I don't really think of too many bad things here. Well, I'd say, no, what I mean by that, Adam, is sometimes there can be festival overreaction about how good something is. yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. That's true. I mean- so you're in this festival crowd. Everyone's super happy to be there. They all love movies. There's such a positive aura that sometimes when you see a film, it might actually be better. You might it might seem to you better than it actually is. Right. That's you see a it lot, later, yeah. like man, I I might have overreacted on that one. That's not as good as I thought it was. So Halloween. So anyway, fest ha- overplayment yes. can come yes. in. Yes. So Halloween the first day. Anything else the first day you're looking forward to? Uh. Jim Hosking, the director of Greasy Strangler, has a second film, The Evening with Beverly Loughlin with Aubrey Plaza and Craig Robinson. I'm excited to check that out. There's actually one I'm looking forward to called In Fabric. That's the next movie from the director that brought us Burberry and Sound Studio. And this is about a haunted dress. And I think the three women that have owned it over its, its life. I don't know much else about that, but I'm excited to see it. 
That sounds kind of cool. And that's really just the warm-up for the festival. That's just night one. There's also a party. The party is themed for Halloween, and they've promised a candy buffet. Nice. Costume contest. It'll be fun. How can you go wrong with a candy buffet, man? (laughs) (laughs) And that's just the warm-up. Then you're going to get into the meat of it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. So let's go through. We're talking 11 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. pretty much. For the next seven days, eight days, seven days, what are some of the really cool stuff you're looking forward to? So there's a ton of movies. Let me just go over the big ones first because these are the ones I will be seeing. So we already talked about Halloween. Overlord from J.J. Abrams, he didn't direct it, he's producing it, is having its world premiere there. That's the World War II movie that very much looks like Wolfenstein with soldiers behind enemy lines in a Nazi castle with science experiments. I am totally on board with this movie. Love the video game Wolfenstein. Love the look of it. Love the campiness. I hope it's kind of over the top. And The preview sells it. I mean, they're playing ACDC in the preview. Exactly. And exactly. You know, they're shooting flamethrowers, machine guns. So I think it's going to be kind of over the fun sci-fi yep. style movie. Um, mid-90s. I think this is a North American, or no, at least a American premiere. It's that skateboarding movie from Jonah Hill. Oh yeah, we His saw the first. first I saw the directing. first trailer for this. This is uh, coming from A twenty four. Yeah, from A twenty four. It's been compared to early Linklater, which has me excited. Where the the plot doesn't really much matter. It's just sort of a mood piece. But I'm excited to check out mid nineties. Yeah. It looks interesting, and if it's good, then we'll probably catch it when it comes to. Yeah, Columbus. I mean A twenty four picked it up, so <clears throat> there you there's go. There's an early vote for its confidence. Absolutely. Then we also have Destroyer. This is coming from Karen Kusama. Who gave us the invitation? Nicole Kidman's playing a role she hasn't really played before. It's kind of a tough, gritty detective. She does not look like Nicole Kidman. She went ugly for this role. And she's been waiting to get a guy who killed her partner. He's about to be released and she's going to get her revenge. That's interesting to me. Also from A24, coming out on Christmas Day. And it has some award buzz for Nicole Kidman. Of course. I'm not even going to go there. I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it with she went ugly and there's now a ward buzz. You'll, I'll show you a picture later. But Oh, man. She went ugly for this. And okay. She's going for the award and it's coming out on Christmas Day. Yeah. Oh, I never thought Charlize Theron could go ugly, but she went. I mean, I just thought she was just naturally so beautiful. Yeah. She couldn't go ugly, but she went ugly. So anything's possible in Hollywood, right? Another big title for May 24 is Under the Silver Lake. Oh, the follow-up oh. from the director of It Follows with Andrew Garfield, oh. sort of a modern noir. Hello. Now, I am stoked about this movie. Absolutely. I think this one comes out in November. Yeah, I've seen one preview for it, I think, only. And um, The basic premise is just Andrew Garfield's character has an amazing night with this girl he meets. Yep. And the next day she's gone, and it's like she never existed. Yes. And he starts finding all these cryptic clues. So whether it's a real path of clues or he's just crazy... We'll have to see it to find out. And, of course, to wrap things up. Closing night movie. Come on now. I was very excited about this. Is Bad Times at the El Royale. Now, how excited did you get when you saw that? I was hoping for this one, and I, I was thinking it could be the secret screening. <laughs> I loved Cabin in the Woods from Drew Goddard. Drew Goddard also wrote the movie adaptation of The Martian. Yep. Stellar track record. This preview looks like it's going to be a ton of fun. A bunch of guys end up at a hotel. They all have their secrets. Yep. I have the feeling it's going to be meta and just kind of a fun genre movie. Yeah. So so that's a little taste of some of the really headlining films 
from this year. Now, you talked about surprise screening. When is the surprise screening? The secret screening is going to be Sunday night. Okay. These are usually bigger studio movies. Last year, it was split. No, I'm sorry. Two years ago, it was split. Last year, it was Death of Stalin. So the rumors, we don't know. You don't know what it is till it plays. You're in That's the dark. That's so cool. They introduce it. They don't even say the name. and It comes up. That's really cool. People think it could be Glass, the sequel to Split. Yep. I've also heard rumors of Suspiria, yep. Dragged Across Concrete, and it could be anything else, too. It could be something foreign. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to take a guess and go on the record on the podcast? I don't know. I mean, there's so many movies that have a history of Fantastic Fest, because Split played the first time ever for us. We kept the secret. We did not. It did not leak from Fantastic Fest that it was a secret, right. unbreakable script. So I couldn't rule out Glass. Uh, Cell Block 99 blew the doors off Fantastic Fest, so I I would not be surprised if it was dragged across concrete. The next movie from that director. Only only reason I would not bet that it's that one is, is that big enough of a headline movie to be the secret screening? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, it could get a lot of buzz if it's good. Yeah. And then last one, I mean, Suspiria is the perfect movie for the Fantastic Fest crowd, so I couldn't rule that one out either. Absolutely. So that's kind of our headline. Um, what you know? What are the, some of the main films? Now let's start to venture off the beaten path a little bit. And what are some of the other films? What what are a handful of other films that you're really kind of excited about that maybe is a little bit more marginal in nature? Um, keep an eye out. It's a French detective comedy. It's from the director of Rubber Wrong Wrong Cops. All these really bizarre offbeat movies, and it's just—I understand—it's like an interrogation of one guy. So, um, I like the previous work. I'm excited about that. The Apostle is from Gareth Evans, who gave us Rogue One. That's coming to Netflix pretty soon, so I don't know that I'm going to check it out just because I'll see it eventually. Right, I understand. But a guy goes into a cult to rescue his sister, and I think it play, takes place in the 1920s. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think I've actually seen a trailer for that one, too. Yeah, and it, it is headed to Netflix, I think, in October. Right, gotcha. Sorry, I'm just going over my list here. No, it's okay. Hold the Dark is a new movie from Jeremy Saulnier, who brought us Green Room and Blue Ruin. Two great movies, and there's no color in this title. No. What's Did up you, with him, I don't man? Know. <laughs> he, didn't want to be, he didn't want to be stereotyped, did he? The Boat is a world premiere. World premieres are a little tougher to navigate sometimes because you can't trust reviews. No one's seen it yet. Right. Uh, a guy pulls up to a boat that's empty, and the boat takes off with him on it. It's haunted. Right. So just a dude on a haunted boat. Okay. Piercing, a uh, follow-up movie from the lady that brought us um, Eyes of My Mother, which was fantastic, based on a popular book. I'm excited about Piercing. Let's see. So, so I'm looking at your list, and um, not I don't have a clue what hardly any of these movies are until you start to describe them. But I'm like, oh yeah, I have seen that. <laughs> yeah. a trailer for that. What's this? The Bastard's Fig Tree. All right, so it's about the Spanish Civil War. See, now I, I knew there was going to be a little angle here, and it has some magical realism. Not quite Pan's Labyrinth. Okay, but. There's an officer that's executing prisoners, and a boy stares at him and somehow curses him. And the officer then grows a fig tree and becomes nuts about protecting it. Amongst this war, he becomes a crazy guy protecting a tree. Yep. So it's sort of a modern fairy tale, I guess. It has some whimsy to it. That's all okay. I really know. 
Okay. Sometimes that's the best way to go into seeing a film. Chain for Life stars the guy from Under the Skin. If you remember, Scarlett Johansson picked up a guy that had a really disfigured face. His head looked out of proportion to his body. Yeah. He had a rare disorder. Yeah. This is them making a modern version of Freaks, where these they only get these roles where they have these monster characters. And it's sort of a modern take on Todd Browning's Freaks. Get out of here. I loved Freaks. Right. Oh, that I'm pretty excited about that. That's called Chain for Life, meaning they're stuck to these roles. It's him and this lady who's also disfigured. Yep. Freaks is such a great, such a great old classic movie. Such so good. Absolutely. Okay. So Girls with Balls is playing in a midnight slot. I just understand it. Some girls' volleyball team bus breaks down. Some maniacs come after him. But the maniacs are not prepared to face off against the girls with balls who take them all out. Yep. They get more than they can handle. That old jump server gets you every time. <laughs> so, I mean, I think I'm open just for a fun, bloody exploitation yep. kind of flick. Absolutely. No, I noticed that it's not really truly midnight. They're, these are all 11 o'clock screens? So they're staggered. So one will start at 11.15, oh. 11.30, 11.45, midnight. So it, that's the midnight block. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Deadly Games is a long-lost film. Never really come out here. It's French. I think it was shot in the early 90s. It's like Home Alone, but way bloodier. Some evil Santa's trying to break into a house, and a kid right. has all kinds of traps. It's been a cult classic, so this is my chance to check it out. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Any- oh, uh, Climax is from A24, a new movie from Gaspar Noel. Um, they, it's just dancing to death. So it's a rave. People take some bad sangria and then start dancing, and they don't stop dancing till they're dying. It's this crazy hypnotic trance movie. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. Let's see. What else we got here on the list? So, so you're basically, you don't even get a day off. You're going to go eight straight <laughs> yeah. days yeah. of movie after movie after movie. So how do you, how do you even prepare yourself for this kind of, I mean, that sounds that sounds like, oh, that's fun. Anybody could do that. But that's probably, you probably get pretty tired doing that. If the movies weren't so damn good, it'd be a chore. I'll say that. Because you may leave a movie and it was okay, but the next one's suddenly great. And it's in your top 10 list. I mean, in years past, 10 of the movies on my top 10 list, on my top list before I whittled right. down the top 10, 10 yeah. of them usually come from Fantastic Fest. Isn't that something? So out of the 30, I see 10 are so good that I top of my ear. That's 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 all worth it right there. Absolutely, that's cool. Well, anything else from any anything else about the the, the feel, the flavor about Fantastic Fest that you want to share with our listening audience? Uh, Tenacious D is coming this year with Jack Black. They have a new animated project that Jack animated, some new songs. I don't have the details yet, but they are going to perform a live concert. Him and Kyle. Wow, that's cool. I love cool. Tenacious D, so I'm going to have to figure out if I can even get that in on my schedule. That would be excellent. Leonard Malton and his daughter, Jesse, are always there. They do the podcast. Yep. He's doing. He's got a new book out, so he's doing a book signing. And you'll see him in the movies. Him and Jesse hit the movies pretty hard. Yep. Uh, Elijah Wood will be an ever-present. Isn't he kind of like the, one of the co-founders? or? Uh, he's on the board. On the board. I yeah, knew he had a big role. Board. I know he had a big big role with the festival. Yeah, you'll see him every day and he sees a ton of who movies. else who else might might pop in that we might see that's there regularly? Regularly? Um Nacho Vigalando, the director, is usually there. He did um Colossal. <clears throat> yep. With Anne Hathaway two years ago. Yeah. 
Flash Gordon himself is going to be here this year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Excellent. He was a football player, wasn't he, in real life? I think so, Sam yeah. Jones? Yep. I think so. Yeah, Flash is... They're going to show the original Flash Gordon movie of 83, and then there's a new documentary about oh, it. Oh, that's cool. Excellent. Steve Ewan from Walking Dead is there in a Korean movie with Burning. I'm trying to think who else is coming. Now, now folks, just so you know, Adam's not working off of a... Uh, spreadsheet here this literally is he sent me an email with his tentative lineup and all it is is movie titles and from his memory is just rattling off these directors actors who they were in what other movies it's like a walking imdb page man i've done my homework on this every wave comes out i look into every movie and get excited absolutely my friend well you and know they're what? still gonna add three or four there's always three or four movies added the very last moment and you're going to get your money's worth and you're going to you're going to enjoy your vacation your trip you know yeah and i come back exhausted well, that's it's not a relaxing vacation, but like I said, I I have such a good time. It's my favorite eight days of the year. I can't even imagine. They had a little bit of scandal last year, but they've bounced back. I haven't heard anything negative. This lineup shows that the studios are not shying away. They got some great titles. Yeah, no, absolutely. So awesome. I can't wait to see all these. Well, Adam, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week's uh, episode of the Film Coterie Special Edition Fantastic Fest 2018. Um. Anything, any last words or anything? Again, once again, those who want to follow you on Twitter and read your capsule reviews of these movies, how do they follow you? So I'll be posting on Twitter and Instagram. I use the same handle on both. It is just at Film Coterie. We have a Facebook page you can find if you go to facebook.com backslash Film Coterie. And I don't know that the website's going to be updated with reviews just because I'm so busy. But we do have a website at filmcoterie.com. And our website is starting. There are a lot of reviews on there. We try to do one a week if we can. Um, and so we're, you know, if you if you missed, if there's something in the theater now and you're interested in what our thought is, there's a good chance you might find it on our website. So, um, yeah. And just look for me. I'll be there. My badge will say Adam Barney. I think the Film Coterie is going to be on the badge. Excellent. And I got a Film Coterie shirt I'll wear once or twice. Yeah. So look for me if you're there. Perfect. All right, that's going to wrap it up for the Film Coterie. You guys have a good one. We'll see you next time. 